Welcome to the podcast. This episode originally aired as a video on my YouTube channel, Bio Soul Integration. There, my goal is to help you integrate body and soul, to help you feel completely, express fully, and live authentically. I'm your host, Dr. Jay Eaker. Let's get into it. Hi there. Uh, today, I want to talk about how, you know, the healing journey, the spiritual healing journey, awakening process, ascension, uh, whatever you want to call it, um, how on that journey, you know, there's a way in which life is nudging us through that process. And there are certain themes that show up along the way. And since that process is really about embodying our spirit, um, it involves, it shows up in our bodies and particularly our spine. And so today I want to kind of talk about the sort of significance of our spine and the themes that show up on the healing journey. Uh, I'm Jay Eaker here at the BioSoul Integration Center. My mission is to help you uh, feel more, express more, so that you can uh, connect with your authentic self and share your gifts through your body on the planet serve others with them. And, uh, I hope you will, uh, subscribe to my YouTube channel. Please give me a thumbs up. Uh, I'm also on all the other social platforms. You can do your thing there. And something that I don't usually mention is that I have a podcast too, so I can be found on all the, uh, podcast platforms. So, um, but please subscribe to my channel, uh, be much appreciated. So, um, before I sort of get into the different parts, different themes of the, the different parts of the spine and those themes, I want to kind of talk about the big picture. And again, the bigger picture is that we are in a process. <clears throat> if you're alive, <clears throat> excuse me, if you're alive, you're in a process of embodying your soul's essence, whether you know it or not. And, um, our nervous system is, is sort of the, uh, interface between our bodies and the spirit world, between our bodies and our soul. And, you know, people are familiar with the sort of physical nervous system, of course, the nerves and your spinal cord and all that stuff. But, um, there's also part of your nervous system that's very connected to the physical part that's energetic. And so your nervous system is really this sort of interface between your body and your soul, between your body and the spirit, spirit world. And so, in fact, um, those energetic places, those energetic fields, energetic part of your nervous system, it was there first. When we were conceived, this is my hallucination. This is what makes sense to me based on having worked with all the people that I work with in the way that I work with them. Uh, over the years is that when we are conceived, there's some sort of a, a space in the space time, con a window in the space time continuum that gets opened up and the different consciousness fields that will eventually, that are involved in making you, uh, converge. And there's some sort of a container there, some sort of a energetic matrix, um, and it's that energetic matrix that tells cells what to turn into, that tells, you know, cells whether to turn into your hand or your head or your nose or your foot 
uh, or your heart or whatever, uh, you know, it directs, it directs those cells to turn into what they're supposed to turn into. That matrix does. And the first thing that does come into the physical is your spinal cord, is your physical spinal cord, uh, your brain, your back brain, primitive brain, and your spinal cord. And then, you know, your spine around that. And, you know, I just want to give you this picture of like, again, it's sort of like cells congealing and what they congeal, the first place they congeal is into your spinal cord and your spine and then things around from that. And then that lays down the, the roadway for all this, uh, you know, energetic soul information to come into your body and turn into you to manifest <clears throat> you in the physical, in the physical world. So, uh, you know, our spinal cord, it's like a conduit of consciousness in that way. And those, those different consciousness fields that are in the background or the source of you, the energetic, the soul source of you, they're still there. And our spine sort of forms, forms around those, um, and again, then we continue to develop from there. We keep developing. We keep developing physically, emotionally, spiritually, um, from there. And for instance, you know, uh, the, I just turned 40, I'm 45. I turned 40 a few years ago. And when I turned 40, I felt myself sort of like cross this barrier. You know, I felt like, oh, it's not about physical vitality. It's not about being in the physical world as much as it was before. You know, the physical body starts to wane, you know, my, my eyes started to go. Um, and I could really feel how it became, I'd cross some threshold hold and it became more about, um, giving my soul's gifts on the planet, more about spirit than it had been about body you know, previously. And so there are these developmental stages that unfold and life is kind of nudging us through those developmental stages. Like I said, it's coaxing us to evolve. And in the process of helping people evolve, again, my job is to help smooth out that process because along the way we learn um, to resist that process of growth. And that could be uncomfortable in a variety of ways so that our body can get our attention, whether it's symptoms or emotional things or whatever. And it's basically our body getting our attention so that we can move through that stuff and evolve. And my job is to help give permission for what's happening to happen anyway. And so when I'm doing my work, um, since the spine, spinal cord is the con, the nervous system is the conduit of consciousness. I work a lot with the nervous system, the energetic and the physical and, um, and the spine, of course, because the spine houses all of that. And so when I'm doing my work, it becomes apparent as people are embodying certain parts of this energetic field <clears throat> that there are different themes that show up. And by themes, I mean stuff that's going on in their life. Um, you know, what are they working on? What's What's the context for what's happening in their, in their life? Um, you know, cause the details, the context, the content is not so important. The details of, 
of this, you know, who the person is they're dealing with or the situation that they're dealing with or whatever. That's not as important. Uh, but the context is important. What's the theme behind what's going on? You know, is it about trust? Is it about, um, being challenged to express your truth? Is it about safety? Uh, is it about control? Is it about, um, you know, being challenged to draw a healthy boundaries? So there's a million different themes that come up along the, in the healing journey, but that's what I mean by themes. And again, the context, the themes are important to pay in- attention to. Um, uh, again, the, the content just gets us wrapped up, keeps us wrapped up in our ego and creates resistance. But if we can bring our attention to the context, the theme, that's very useful. Uh, so I, I want to talk about what some of these themes are and how they're related, what parts of the spine that they're related to. And, um, I want to say, first of all, that a lot of the, what I'm going to say I learned a lot of it from uh, Donald Epstein, a teacher of mine who he, again, I mentioned him before. He's a guy who developed network chiropractic, network care. Um, and this, a lot of what I'm going to say kind of uh, his work is the basis for that. And though I've changed, you know, it's, it's, uh, morphed over the years, um, and may, and become my own in different ways. I do want to acknowledge, you know, his, uh, role in that the foundation for that. And yes, also his work, network care is the foundation for my work, bio soul integration. Uh, and so anyway, I wanted to acknowledge him. And so, uh, so first let's start with the coccyx. Gosh, just a sec. I want to get my, thanks. For being patient there with me. I wanted to get my, uh, my spine here. I thought that would be good to use. Suddenly I, I thought, oh, that'd be good to use. But, um, I want to talk about the coccyx first. So this is your spine. This is the top. Obviously this is the bottom. This is the front and this is the back. If you feel in your back, you got these bones back here. This is your pelvis, your two sides, of your pelvis. And at the end of your pelvis is this little bone here. It's called your coccyx, your tailbone at the end of your sacrum is your tailbone and, uh, your tailbone is really important. It kind of anchors your spine on one end. There's a lot of information, a lot of connections happening with your, with your coccyx and your coccyx is tied into your intrinsic self-worth. It's really about you being connected to the planet, you being able to receive energy from the planet. And if you're able to let that circulate through your body, especially through your heart, you'll have a sense of intrinsic self-worth. You'll have a sense of being valuable here because you certainly are valuable here. The earth needs all 7 billion of us to do our individual things. I need you to do your thing. You need me to do my, you need me to do my thing. The earth wants you to do your thing. That's why you came here and it needs that to, for the overall evolution of the planet itself, the consciousness of the planet and the consciousness of everyone on it. So you are very, 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 very valuable and your unique gifts and skills are very needed. And this coccyx is kind of about receiving that information from the planet. And if we're connected with that, we have a sense that I'm, I'm valuable, but 
if along the way there's a lack of oxygen, a lack of love, a lack of food, um, maybe you're in the womb and your mother's scared. She's not sure she wants to have a baby. We embody that stuff and we might, and along the way afterwards, um, again, lack of love. Um, uh, if we get any sense that there's a lack of anything, we get this, we embody the sense that maybe we're not wanted here. And, um, what happens when we do that is we grip at the, the life force energy at the tailbone there. And so what we're doing is we're like holding on to life force energy because we're like, well, I don't know if there's going to be any more life force energy behind that. So I'm going to hold on to this little packet of life force energy and keep it because I don't know if there's going to be any more. And of course, that's not the way things work. Um, you know, there's an abundant supply of resources, but we might embody some sort of, um, lack, uh, and sense that, you know, doubting our intrinsic self-worth. And as you're sort of unwinding that, that theme might come into play somehow in your life. Uh, the next thing is the sacrum. That's this triangular shaped bone here. And the sacrum really connects us with the part of us that knows who we are and why we're here. And along the way we might learn like, oh, well, and if we're connected with that part of our body, um, and if that's able to flow through our, our body and especially our heart, um, we get the, we feel a sense of like who I am and why I'm here. And, but along the way, we might learn subtly through our parents or through the culture at large that who I am and why I'm here is not okay. And so since we rely on them for our survival, we, um, will push, push that part of ourselves away. We'll sequester it or we'll sidestep it. That might involve tension or, you know, involves ways that we hold tension in our, um, in our sacrum. And in order to sort of, um, sidestep feeling that, pinch it off from our, from our heart. And so in order to do that, then we have to adopt someone else's version of who we are and why we're supposed to be here. I think a lot of people can kind of relate with that. There's a certain age, I don't know, 28 to 35, where we really start to differentiate from that, differentiate from our parents and differentiate from that, all those old identities, like who am I really and why am I here? And, um, yeah, when we start to unravel that, uh, that, that's the, you know, theme that we might come into in the relationship with, or we might start to notice in our lives, who am I and why am I here? Uh, so it has a lot to do with identities, a lot to do with, uh, shoulds that we've adopted. This is who I should be, you know? Uh, okay. So then there is our lumbars, <clears throat> lumbars, lower part of your spine here. And that's really the, the low back and the belly is all about safety. It's all about vulnerability. And, um, yeah, when we, it's often tied in with the top of the head where I'll be talking about earlier, but, um, when we come into this world and we feel everyone is pushing away their human vulnerability, uh, we grip at the life force energy in the gut and, um, to try to lock down that life force energy so that we don't have to feel it. And, um, yeah, as this unravels, we, as we're, you know, unraveling this and dealing with this 
field of consciousness that goes along with the lumbars, we might come into contact, we might notice that theme, that healing theme in our lives, vulnerability, safety. Uh, then there's, you know, there's like the solar plexus, to be honest, I don't have a lot to say about that right now, but then there's the heart. Um, and of course the heart is kind of like the middle ground, the juncture, the interface between the, our physical body and our spiritual body kind of come, they kind of meet at the heart. And, um, you know, again, with all these ways that we're pushing different parts of ourselves away, uh, whether it's the coccyx or the sacrum or the low back and the belly, we're trying to keep it from being felt in the heart. And so we create armor around the heart. Um, yeah. And if, as we're, um, unraveling that armor from around the heart, uh, we start to feel more, we start to feel more of our power from our base. We might start to feel fear as this unravels, et cetera, et cetera. We start to feel more. Uh, and that theme might show up in your life. Um, then we come to the bottom of the neck and the bottom of the neck here is kind of about the theme that goes with that. It's kind of the part of us that knows what feels true and right for us. And if we're connected with that part, we're able to express what feels true and right in any given moment. We're able to honor the parts of us, the vulnerable parts of us that have needs so that we can say yes when we mean yes, and we can say no when we mean no, and we can draw healthy boundaries, and we can honor the parts of us that have needs in any given moment without feeling ashamed of doing so, you know, without being apologetic for honoring what we, what we need. Um, you know, if people, there might be things that happen when you were young that maybe you just didn't really, didn't feel right, um, but no one really around you was acknowledging it really. And so we just kind of assume that, oh, there must be something wrong with this part of me that knows or feels like this doesn't feel right. And so we pinch that off involves holding tension, you know, in that part of our, our spine. And by the way, all of these, when we're doing this, we change the shape of our spine in those different, in all these different places. Um, and so, yeah, about, uh, honoring the parts of us that have needs about, um, connecting with what feels true and right. And, and we're able to sort of express that. Uh, and then there's a important place here where the spine meets the skull here at the base of the skull, the very, and that has a lot to do with control. I think it's sort of a fundamental thing. Again, when we come into this world, we feel how everyone's trying to push away their vulnerable humanness and, um, we, we, uh, grip at the life force energy in the brain stem and at the top of the neck there. And we're trying to control our experience. You know, it's a lot about the difference between thoughts and ideas that are in our head and a real direct embodied experience of life. We might we're kind of, it's a part of separating those things. We might, um, deal in ideas and concepts more and not so much uh, the actual felt sense of, um, life. And we go about trying to control our experience. We might, um, again, adopt the ideas uh, about from our parents and from the cultures prior to us, adopt those ideas about who, you know, what life is supposed to look like and the part that we, the role that we're supposed to play and how all that looks. 
and uh, we go about trying to steer our world and make it look like we think it's supposed to look based on those concepts and those ideas. But the truth is that life has got something much cooler for us, uh, planned for us. And we start to control our experience. We might uh, separate ourselves from people and circumstances and, and situations because, again, we have this idea of what we think things are supposed to look like. We might try to put a limit on the range and depth of emotion that will give ourselves permission to feel. Um, we put a limit on, yeah, the keeps us bound to certain belief systems and ideas. Um, so just all the different ways that we're trying to control our experience. And that takes a lot of energy. You know, there's a lot of resources in our body tied up, a lot of vigilance in our system that's tied up in, um, controlling, controlling life, making it look like we think it's supposed to look, um, yeah, and that vigilance shows up in various ways in people's systems, you know, there's, because we have to be ready for when the, when life comes, when this part of, when this thing happens in life, we gotta be ready so that we can, you know, put it in the place we're supposed to put it in the pigeonhole that we're supposed to put it in or do the thing that we're supposed to do with it so that we can, you know, maintain an illusion of safety or control. So those are the, different, some of the different parts of the body and the sort of different themes that are associated with those things. And, you know, there could be a physical manifestation. They could manifest physically as tension or body parts that aren't working like you think they're supposed to physiologically, like, you know, if we're holding tension here in the lumbars, we might notice, oh, I have trouble digesting my food, for instance, or or whatever, or if you were holding tension here in the sacrum or the coccyx, we might notice, you know, things going on with sexual organs or, or things like that. And we might also notice the themes that, you know, we might find that, oh, I'm having trouble digesting things. And this, you know, I'm dealing with the theme of safety and vulnerability, or, um, you know, we might have tension up here in our spine or pain in our, you know, and, and, and be aware of like, oh, I'm dealing with themes of, you know, being called to sort of, um, you know, I have, maybe I have a cold or maybe I have, I'm losing my voice and, uh, I'm being also being called to the theme that I'm being called to is to express my, express, express my voice, you know? So, um, these themes might show up in a number of different ways in your body. So, you know, I'm really curious if you, this is kind of a big, I don't know, part of the healing journey. And I'm kind of curious if you've noticed these themes, maybe you've noticed, you know, having, you know, pain or tension or, uh, you know, symptoms that go along with some part of your body, but also become aware of the, the theme, the healing theme of that in your life. So if you've noticed things like that, uh, yeah, give me a, a yes in the comment section below. That'd be cool. Or maybe even if you will, you know, just tell a little story about what it is that you've, what it is that you've noticed. I'd be really curious to know. So, um, you know, I hope you've liked this video. If you have, please like it, share it, uh, please subscribe to my channel. And, um, I look forward to seeing you in the next video and I look forward to helping you express more life. Have a great day.
Thank you for listening to the BioSoul Integration Podcast. This episode originally aired as a video on my BioSoul Integration YouTube channel. You can also find me on the web at biosoulintegration.com. Thanks for listening, and I look forward to helping you express more life. Have a great day.